With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. Turn first-round picks like Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The Volume. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of The Colin Cowherd Show. The Colin Coward Podcast, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more during the Super Bowl than with FanDuel. New users bet 5 bucks and win 280 in cash on either team to win. FanDuel's America's number one sportsbook. It's safe and secure. It's easy to use. And it's fun to combine multiple bets from time to time on their same-game parlays. Really easy. Bet a little Win a lot. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day, each night when you log in. How do you do that? Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, sign up with the promo code Colin, let them know I sent you the Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Hi, everybody. Welcome in to our Friday morning podcast. Eli Manning, Chad Millman. I can't wait. First, though, fake questions, real answers. Things I want to talk about, don't want to wait for you to ask me. Dear Colin, what do you think of James Harden forcing his way to another team? Well, James Harden isn't the best teammate, but the NBA is overwhelmingly a talent league. And Harden is one of, I don't know, seven or eight players in the league that can always get his own shot and almost always get a quality shot. That's why Philadelphia made the move. They gave up Seth Curry, Andre Drummond. Really? You think those guys are making key plays down the stretch of a playoff series? In terms of the draft picks, what does it mean? You ever watch American Idol? You have all those contestants, but about every year, there's maybe two super talented people. And a couple that are close. But overwhelmingly, even the good ones will never do more than maybe headline a carnival cruise. That's the NBA draft. You get about two great players a draft. Five to six others that can contribute. Dear Colin, what do you think is going through Kevin Durant's mind? Well, first of all, he'd never admit it. But he made a mistake leaving Golden State. Think about this. If I said to you, who are the three biggest headaches in the league? All right. Ben Simmons literally gave up his contract because of mild criticism by Doc Rivers. That's one. Number two, Kyrie Irving, the world is flat, anti-vaxxer. 
Couldn't I argue James Harden second time refused to play and bolted out of a city? He left Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, arguably in terms of temperament, two of the most stable players in the league for arguably the three biggest headaches for potentially, certainly in the discussion of the three biggest headaches in the league, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, and James Harden. I mean, can you imagine that would be like if you were an agent and saying, I'm going to leave Drake and represent Kanye West. Okay. Good luck. Things are going to get significantly crazier. Dear Colin, what do you say to the people who think you don't want Aaron Rodgers to win an MVP because he's unvaxxed? You're missing the point. I don't have a problem with Aaron. I have a problem with the MVP voting. I think we should take into consideration the entire season, regular and postseason, for most valuable. In other industries, they're always changing metrics to improve accuracy. In music, Billboard. Billboard changed the way it measured the popularity of songs. They used to measure popularity based on how many times a song was played on the radio and how many people purchased it. But then they started measuring streaming. Now, Billboard can accurately count millions and billions of times a song is actually played. That's a far more accurate measure of popularity. That's why Mariah Carey always has the number one song every Christmas. And why a song from a Disney movie and Canto is currently dominating the charts. Postseason games defined legacies. They simply matter more in the National Football League. That's why a player's performance in those games should be counted in terms of most valuable player. Dear Colin, what do you make of transfer quarterback Caleb Williams of USC going on Good Morning America? Well, that's the second biggest story of the week for Caleb Williams. The biggest story is his NIL deal, name image likeness deal with the Trojans is $2.5 million a year with Beats and Dr. Dre. If he was in Norman, Oklahoma, he wouldn't have Dr. Dre. He couldn't land Dr. Drew, maybe a local optometrist. That's the difference. I'm not trying to be snarky. But if you're Caleb Williams, who's probably going to be the best quarterback in the country next year, let's see, in the era of NIL and offense, Los Angeles, Lincoln Riley, or a defensive coach in Norman, Oklahoma. USC is located in the heart of the entertainment capital of the world. College players want options. There's simply more here. Dr. Dre gave him $2.5 million a year. You tell me if you're Caleb Williams. Does that beat the sandwich shop or the car dealer in Norman? Norman's not even the biggest economy in Oklahoma. California's economy is fifth biggest in the world, and it's overwhelmingly centered in Los Angeles. Just think about it from Caleb Williams' perspective. Look at the NFL. The quarterbacks that are flourishing overwhelmingly have great offensive coaches. Just the way the world works. Kids their entire life, like Caleb Williams, had a quarterback coach when he was young, goes to quarterback camps with former quarterbacks and offensive guys. 
Brett Venables, Lincoln Riley. We don't know who the better coach will be in 10 years, but I know who the better offensive coach is. This was never even a tough call by Caleb Williams. Dear Colin, Tom Brady retired and hinted that it may not be a final decision. What do you make of it? First of all, Tom, and this is sort of on brand, makes very few definitive opinions, either with himself, his family, TB12. What he basically said is, hey, I'm going to keep the door open. It's almost a political answer. I don't think he's coming back, but I've said this before. People often retire and say, I want to spend more time with my family. And then after about five weeks with their family, they want to spend more time with their teammates. Listen, there's 24 hours in a day. I sleep seven, work out one, eat or drink coffee for two, chill for an hour and a half, work for six or seven. That's like 19 hours. I've got five hours left. You can be a great dad and a professional athlete. It's not one or the other. I think Brady realizes it was time, and I don't see him going back. But I have seen many people. In fact, I read a story about this not long ago, about people who sold a company or got rich in their mid-40s. And their first interest was traveling the world and almost to a billionaire, to a multimillionaire. After 18 months of traveling the world, they wanted to go back to work. They wanted to be around the juice. They wanted to be challenged. They wanted to have discussions with people who are overcoming obstacles and building things. Yes, I think Tom Brady, after about five or six weeks, is going to realize, man, I kind of miss being around the fellas. But I also think he has a vibrant life in business beyond football, and he'll stay retired. All right. There's very few people, I've done a couple events with Eli Manning, very few people that have achieved as much as Eli Manning, but are still humble and uh, based on family and all the things that matter. Eli Manning, two-time Super Bowl MVP, four-time Pro Bowler, number one overall pick. All right, Super Bowl week. Let's cut to the chase here, Eli. Um, you, your brother, your family, your father, Cooper of always told me this about you. Not that you were disengaged, but you weren't affected by things the rest of the family was. You were always sort of in your own head. So that leads me to believe, and I said this before about you, I always thought you were better in the two-minute drill than out of it. I think you made your two best throws in your career. Certainly the Mario Manningham one qualifies. But with that said, that's in-game. Did you get a little nervous or anxious coming out for the anthem and that sort of stuff pre-game? I mean, I think there's definitely, uh, you get the butterflies and, and you get, you know, a, a little excited. And I think that's a, you know, I was always kind of learned that that's a good thing. When you're nervous about something, that means you care about it. Like you want to do well. It means you're right. prepared. You've given a lot of effort to it. You've worked hard and you want to go and win. And it means something to you. So to have the butterflies, I mean, you know, I tell the teammates that it, that's normal. That's a good thing. It means you care and that you want to go out there and play well. So embrace it. And, you know, in, in those situations. So, like, once you're playing the game, they usually, those, those go away. But it's, yeah, like you said, it's the coin toss. It's the pregame where you have the, that, this kind of nervous excitement.
I watched your Mario Manningham throw this morning because I knew I was going to talk to you. It's just a ridiculous throw. I mean, I could argue, Eli, David Tyree, there's a there's a bit of luck on certain catches. I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> but Manningham is a freaking dime. Did you look at it afterwards and think, is that the best throw I've ever made? <laughs> um it was tight. It was it was a little it was a little tight. It was a little risky, and I think that's kind of you know the, what 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 makes it uh, unique. It's say hey, it's you know when you get into a a Super Bowl and it's the most important throw of your life and the most important drive that you can have, and you can step up and and make a throw that's like it's covered to a whole throw to a guy where if you throw it a yard inside, it's probably getting intercepted by a safety, but you put it in a spot where. Hey, your receiver can catch it or no one else. And you, and you trust your guy that they're going to make a play. And, and really what Mario does, I mean, the fact that, you know, it's over the outside shoulder. He can't see the ball hit his hands because outside shoulder, they say, I got to keep my two feet inbounds and take a, a hit from a safety and to hold on to it was, was remarkable. So, uh, you know, it just changed that whole drive. We're, we're backed up at our own 10 and now yep. so we're at the 50 yard line. Now we're kind of in control of the game. We, we, we got time. We can run the ball. We got plenty of time to make that drive and to score and not give Tom Brady too much time on the clock. You had two Super Bowls, Rams second Super Bowl for McVay. Anything in the second Super Bowl you took from the first, it could have been in prep, pregame, halftime, that you took and it helped you in the second one? You know, I think, yeah, you just learn how to um, kind of manage manage that week. And, and, you know, it's when you go to the Super Bowl – the last 20 weeks, you've been doing the same thing every single day. You know, you know, your Wednesdays are the same. You're at home. You, you know, get a massage on a certain day. You maybe go to dinner with your wife or you go out to dinner with your teammates one day. It's all the same. You get in that perfect routine. And now before the biggest game of your life, you're in a different city all week. You're taking buses to practice. You're in a hotel. You don't have your normal routine. So I think just trying to keep that same routine and say, hey, you know, planning ahead, saying I gotta, I want to get you know stretched out and massage on Wednesday after practice, or uh, hey, let's go to dinner and get a reservation at a new spot, and hey, what what spot am I gonna go to uh, in in Indianapolis? And so I think it's just kind of having a, a better way to plan and to kind of tell the other guys around you, the young guys, to go ahead and and and, and start planning as well um, because you've been there and you know what to expect. FanDuel Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. So to celebrate, new customers can bet $5 to win $280 in cash on either team to win if you use the promo code Colin. That's right. You get your winnings, cold hard cash, because we know cash is always better than free bets. FanDuel Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook in America. They got same game parlays. You can combine small bets for bigger wins, tons of Super Bowl props, and more. Don't miss out for your chance to turn five bucks into 280 in cash. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Please use the promo code Colin, C O L I N. Payouts in as little as two hours. Safe and secure. FanDuel Sportsbook. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbookfanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana.
1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Think about your second year in the league. Is it remarkable to you that Joe Burrow got in here? You, you know, I think he's he. I, I was impressed with Joe last year, just having him, you know, watching him play. He was a rookie, 
you know, there's a couple games where he's throwing it 30, 40, 50 times a game. He's got a bad offensive line at last year, but he was still, you know, a lot of completions. He was scrambling at times. He was buying time. He wasn't throwing a lot of interceptions. You know, he wasn't making a lot of mistakes and forcing things. And so um, I thought he played great last year and this year, kind of the same thing, uh, especially throughout the playoffs. Two-minute drives, you know, playing tough, getting sacked nine times in one game, but just hanging in there, not causing you to force a, a throw or throw it too early. And so um, he just kind of has that that it factor that he steps up and makes, you know, makes critical plays and great plays at the right time. I mean, you were a, a multiple-year starter at Ole Miss. He was a two-year starter at LSU. By your second year in the league, um, he, he's he's had a couple of scrappy games, Jets, Bears, but were there times, I mean, would you have been ready? Because you were often a better quarterback in the two-minute drill playoffs than on the road. It's really remarkable about your career. But in year two, can you even imagine leading a team on the road playoff games? Or were you still in that sort of, man, I'm a little over my skis on some of these games. You know, I think uh, you don't see young quarterbacks kind of their first time in the playoffs going in there and winning, you know, winning one playoff game, let alone multiple, just because it is different. You're playing against better teams and everybody's, you know, up to the challenge. And so, you know, my, my first one, my second year, we went 11 and five. We, we won the NFC yep. East and we get to the playoffs and we get blown out by, by Carolina. And, and so, you know, I threw a bunch of interceptions and it was just a terrible game. It took, you know, it, you know, Peyton was in the playoffs a number of times, Matthew Stafford, like a lot of good quarterbacks, you know, that first playoff experience, they don't do great, you know, and, and here's Joe Burrow in his second year winning three playoff games uh, on the road. And I think the fact that, you know, he has kind of gone through a playoff scenario in college and what he did at LSU, I think that does yeah. help. I mean, you had to go and beat some teams. You had to play in an SEC championship. You had to go on the road. You had to, you know, and, and kind of go through that playoff scenario, I think gives you a little bit more experience to handle this and makes him more prepared. You know, OBJ, it's, it's pretty impressive mid-season, go to another team, completely different offense, new quarterback. Are you kind of surprised how quickly and seamlessly it worked? You know, I think, um, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Odell is, is extremely talented. He works hard. Um, he, he's fast. He catches the ball well. Um, and I think they just are using him so so well. They've been smart since the get-go of not not overloading him. I think the fact that you have Cooper Cup and he's going to be your workhorse and, he, and we're going to move him all around. He's going to be in the backfield. He's going to be in the slot. He's going to be out wide. Where with Odell, you're kind of like, hey, you're going to be out wide. You're going to you know win on slant routes. You're going to win on glance routes. You're going to win on comebacks and you're going to run by people and run a post and an in-breaking route. Just you know routes that you run a million times, you know where to, where to go. We're not going to move you around too much. And so you can just go play fast. And when you get one-on-one, -on -one, go, go beat the corner. And he can do that. That's what he can do. And so I think they're using him well. Um, and you can see, it, you know, just the timing's getting better with Stafford and him on the same page. You know, the ball's coming out, uh, anticipating, you know, Stafford's anticipating a little bit more on, on when he can make those throws and let him go, go, you know, go get it. So, uh, been impressed, and obviously, you know, he, he's playing well. Happy for him to be in the Super Bowl. Listen, you were lucky that you got Tom Coughlin at the beginning of your career. You, you really one of the smartest guys. You have a lot of stability in the organization, which the Giants have not had in your last couple of years and since you left. Um, Stafford 
had stability in high school, Georgia, and the Rams, but he went 13 years. I mean, Eli, a lot of coaches, a lot of coordinators, a lot of different offensive lines. Um, I mean, you've had a couple of years when there was instability, when you got a new coach. How hard is that? Yeah, I mean, it can be it can be tough, and obviously, what he's uh, you know had to endure, and and the fact that he's you know uh, you know you know stayed with it, you know, always a great guy, didn't blame anybody, didn't throw anybody under the bus, just kept working hard, and and then you never know, all of a sudden you get a trade, and uh, you know you're you're in L.A. and you're you know they basically bring you there, saying, hey, you're here to bring us a championship. That's why you're here. A lot of pressure has been put on him. You never won a playoff game. And so for him to kind of step into this situation, I think there was a lot of pressure that first playoff game, you know, saying, hey, if I don't win this playoff game, like this is a bust and like who knows what's going to happen. So I think, you know, um, he's played unbelievable through the playoffs. So happy, you know, no Matthew a long time and so happy that he's in this opportunity in a Super Bowl in his hometown, uh, you know, in L.A. Uh, with the Rams. So it uh, should be a great atmosphere for him. You know, Eli, on the Manning cast, I appreciate your dry sense of humor. And it's funny because, you know, Pete Peyton is more outward and probably, um, you know, he like he he loves to cut it up Saturday Night Live. You're. But I know Cooper, and Cooper is so damn funny. I mean, he is lightning quick. And then here's Eli, and people think, oh, Eli's not. Then I watch you, and your sense of humor is boom, boom, boom. But before I knew you guys, I knew your dad. And so I watch all of you. I'm like, where do they all get their sense of humor? Like, I, your dad's a nice guy, but was your mom funny? Where does this all come from? <laughs> Seriously, I think it all. I think it all actually comes from um, you know Cooper. I think he was the funny one and always has been. So just like dinners with Cooper growing up, you know, we always sat down at the at the dinner table and he just he just entertained. And so my dad laughed at it. We all like to laugh. And so you just kind of learn from him and and learn to appreciate uh, humor. You kind of work on your timing. Uh, you, you know, you understand you like to laugh. So you surround yourself with other funny people and entertaining people. And so I think we all just had our, our different ways of dealing with it. And, you know, Coop is, is quick with it. He has good stories. He, he can do it all. So Peyton kind of learned how to tell the good story. And, and again, you know, hey, I'm going to memorize this story. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to master it. I'll get better. And mine was just like, they were talking the whole time. So if I said something, like, it had to be good. It had to count. So <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something quick. I'm going gonna, gonna to hit to my point. And, and I'm going to get out. You know, that's kind of the way, it, the way it worked. That was just the dynamic of the family and, and kind of how we all, I think, got our own little, uh, our own sense of humor. You, um, you've really elegantly retired. You seem incredibly happy with your family up. I think it's New Jersey or New York, but I can see the trees behind you. Has there ever been a moment that you missed it? One moment. Yeah, I mean, there's moments you miss it, but never moments that I that I regret the decision uh, to retire when I did. And so I think it's you know you, you miss you miss the team, you miss the locker room, you miss plane rides. You know, after after a win, you see the team win, you're like that would be a fun plane ride. You miss you know watching these teams go through the playoffs and yeah, I mean, what what, what great experience that was. And, and and but it really just brings you back to those memories. That you have, and so it's not—it's uh, not a jealous. It's more just, 
hey, I'm going to call Sean O'Hara. Hey, I'm going to call Chris Snee today. Hey, I'm going to call Akeem Nix and Plaxico today and just kind of talk about, you know, you know, talk to the, some of those teammates and to see what they're up to and, and, and just reminisce about those good times. Great seeing you, Eli. Always a pleasure. Kick butt. Eli Manning for Verizon. Anything you need to tell us? Yeah, just real quick. I think, obviously, you know, Super Bowl week and everybody, whether you're at the game, whether you're at home, whether you're on the go, it's all about being connected in a fast, reliable internet. And that's what Verizon 5G ultra wideband produces. So whether it's uh, Verizon 5G home, whether it's Verizon 5G business internet, it's simple. You plug it in. And you're up and, and playing. You're, you know, there's no wires. There's no someone to come install it. So it's available to 100 million people around the country. It's five times faster than 4G. So if you want to stay connected, all your devices, your tablets, your phone, your gaming, your smart TVs, Verizon 5G ultra wideband is the way to go. Thanks for including me in this, bud. Yeah, a lot, a lot of fun, Colin. You're the best, man. From Eli Manning to Chad Millman, the chief content officer of the Action Network. Um, all right, let's start with the the simple stuff. Um, if it was four and a half, five, I'd probably take the Bengals. I went and looked at the Bengals and the Rams scores. 18 of the 20 Bengal games were close. They were blown out by Cleveland and lost a lot of jump balls and were kind of whacked at home by the Chargers. But overwhelmingly, they played good teams very tight. Win or lose, Green Bay, Tennessee, San Francisco. So it tells you that's probably the side to be on, but I can't get past this. They feel like the, the Bengals feel like a sixth seed in March Madness. They win a couple of buzzer beaters. There's a clearly momentum, which is a powerful device, but they're going to meet a number one seed. It's going to feel like a one or a two. They're not going to be able to block the Rams front. And I feel like it's going to get ugly. And I know it's square. But sometimes just don't you just like a matchup? You're totally entitled to like the matchup if that's where your head is at. It is not an easy game to handicap. And I will tell you, when the line opened to three and a half and was immediately bet to four by professional bettors, that was showing you that they liked the Rams a little bit. And the professional bettors have liked the Rams all year. They liked them for Super Bowl futures. They liked them to win their division. They liked them to win the conference. So by them betting at the three and a half, you were basically seeing them backing their opinion that had been established all year long. So the first half of the week, professional bettors were betting on the Rams, but then the number got to four and a half. And then the professional bettors came in on the Bengals and you started to see the money even out a little bit. So now you're basically getting the bettors. You see where the line of demarcation is for lack of a better term. Four and a half is where they definitively like the Bengals. Three and a half is where they definitively like the Rams. And at four, it's a matchup game. You like the Rams. I like the Bengals. That's it, it's, it's that opinion. Uh, I think I'd take the under. I think the game will be quick. The Bengals are proficient at running. The Rams aren't necessarily the last two weeks because it's the Niners and Bucks run defense. They were very proficient running the ball against Arizona. I think the game shrinks. 
I think there's more running than we think. I think it's a quick game. I think it's mostly well played. I don't think there are as many big plays over the top because I think both secondaries are highly capable. So I would take the under, sharper square. That is totally sharp. It opened at 49 and a half. It got bet down to 48 and a half. It's been sitting there. But that is the side that the wise guys are betting. I do want to go back to some of your calculus on the Bengals discounting the close games they've played and saying that it feels like a six seed in March Madness and that uh, they're not as good as what they're showing on the field. I would say that would be true if they only did it during the playoffs. But you said it yourself, 18 of 20 games. The team keeps games close. And the problem with betting against the Bengals in a spot like this isn't because you think the Rams are going to win the game. They are the better team. It's why they're favored. They were the better team all year long. They have the better quarterback by a percentage. They dominate on the defensive line and the Bengals offensive line isn't that great. So what happens is you get the Bengals down big. And when the game gets closer to the end, that's when the Bengals consistently find ways to use their explosiveness to get into the end zone. So I'm not betting because I think the Bengals are the better team. I'm betting because I think the Bengals are going to be able to find a way to keep this game close, either through 60 minutes or in the last three minutes. Let's talk um, receiving yards. Odell Beckham over under 62 and a half. Jamar Chase, 78 and a half. Cooper Cup, 105. That's a big number for Cup. And he's terrific. But I do like the safety play by the Bengals. I'd probably bet the under on Cooper Cup. That's of the three that looks like the play. Your thoughts? So the the Cooper Cup specifically, um, I'm not going to deflect. I'm going to give you my thoughts. But the Cooper Cup receiving totals across the board are the biggest liability the sports books have in this Super Bowl. It's not a side. It's not a total. They have been getting hammered from the second these props opened on Cooper Cup overs. And I'm in that camp. I didn't bet his over total receiving yards. I haven't bet his over receptions, but I did bet Cooper Cup over 28 and a half for longest reception uh, because he's so good at yards after the catch and the Bengals defensive secondary, the way they play defense, it allows for him to be in matchups, to be in open space and find opportunities to do that. So uh, I think that the market is getting priced out for a lot of the numbers you just talked about for Odell, for Cooper Cup, for Jamar Chase. What I do like a lot, T. Higgins, over about 69 and a half receiving yards. Tyler Boyd, over, I forgot the number of receptions, but I like him over for receptions. I do think that you get to the second and third tier of receivers for the Bengals, and I like that a lot because the Rams' defensive secondary is very bad covering. They play a lot of zone, and they leave a lot of open space in the middle of the field, which is where those two guys eat. Um, I tend to be an under better more than an over better because I think the public likes overs. So in rushing yards, I'm going to go away because in, 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 in passing yards, Burrow and Stafford, Burrow 267 and a half yards, Stafford 281 and a half. I'd go under on both. But I do like the over on rushing yards with both Mixon at 60 and a half and Cam Akers, especially at 64 and a half because I do I have a feeling of what I'm going to see. 
And I think I think both running backs are going to have really, really strong days. I also believe there's always a feeling out process in Super Bowls, especially for a young team like Cincinnati. And even though they throw the ball downfield, I don't know how many downfield throws with that Rams defensive front you can make. I think you're going to have to use that with discretion or Joe Burrow is going to have a long afternoon. So I really do believe running backs will – I would go over on those rushing yards, sharper square. Totally sharp. And I think it correlates to a lot of the things that we talked about, especially if you're a Bengals better, right? A, the one area where you can definitively say, I think the Bengals have the advantage from a position grouping point of view is it running back? Joe Mixon's just a better running back than anyone else the Rams have in their backfield right now. Cam Akers maybe one day, but not three games back from a blown Achilles. So you have the advantage there. If you think this game is going to go under, if you think the pace of play is going to be quick, if you think that uh, there's not going to be a lot of stoppages, that it's going to be a low-scoring game, that plays into both of these guys going over their rushing yard totals. If you think the game is likely to be close, which I do with the Bengals, then that plays into, into these guys going over their rushing yard total. So uh, I can't argue, the market can't argue, the professionals can't argue. From a professional point of view, Aaron Donald at plus 1,500, I think a lot of times with MVPs, it can be statistical, but we also vote for stories. You know, some of this stuff is, and I think you're going to look at, listen to announcers that talk a lot about Aaron Donald. I think he's going to be a big part of the broadcast. Um, a lot of Rams players are really doing this for Aaron Donald. Matt Stafford pointed it out. And I do think there's a romance to the great defensive player who's been here before, who's been a dominant player, who doesn't have one. Usually that player is an offensive player. So of the MVP favorites, the FanDuel odds, I, I think Aaron Donald at plus 1,500 is interesting to me. What say you? I say that's a little bit square uh, and that the odds reflect what bookmakers know the market is thinking that this is an Aaron, Aaron Donald narrative Super Bowl and that he is the guy. Look, I'm, I'm prone to it too, right? You and I are old people who have been doing this forever. We should be jaded, but I like the idea of Aaron Donald winning the Super Bowl. I'm partial to the Rams winning, even though I have the Bengals at plus four, because I think I like the narrative when... A, a player who is best in class in his position historically, I like when they win the title. I like when they have the satisfaction. I just root for people to be happy, right? Just what I do. I'm, I'm, I'm for people being happy. I want you to win too, Colin. I don't think the odds on Aaron Donald are very good. I, think, I do think the defense is where the value is for MVP. Jalen Ramsey, closer to 80 to 101. Von Miller, further down the list. Leonard Floyd, think about this, right? All the attention being paid to Von Miller, to Aaron Donald. Leonard Floyd is a pretty great defensive end who can get after the quarterback. So the opportunity to get him when everyone else is paying attention to the other two guys uh, is where I think the value is. If you had a final score prediction, you like the under, you're, you're kind of telling me uh, it sounds like you'd be 26, 23 Rams, kind of where you're at, if you think it's close. I think... I think it's in that range. I think I, I kept thinking 24, 21 Rams, like a, cause that gives me a comfortable cushion against the 48 and a half and I won't be sweating it at the end of the game. Um, but I just think that 
these are two teams who uh, they're going to play close to the vest. And I expect there to be uh, an opportunity for the Bengals to be in a position to win it late in the game. I don't think they will, but I think they're going to have the opportunity. All right, Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer. Very low-key effort today by both of us because we've talked a lot of these odds and we're, you know, we're not messing around now. Let's this is business. Colin, we're four days from the game. We've had two weeks to prepare. We don't need to dilly-dally. Give the people the information. Like, let them go make their bets. These lines might move a little bit based on what we're saying. They better go get them now because that's where the opportunity is. We don't need to entertain just to entertain. Hey, thanks for coming to the volume party in West Hollywood. We didn't even talk about the party. Oh, it was nice. Like, it was pretty cool. Dude. I know. I know. That, that listen, as we've discussed, um, this, like, I'm in LA all week. This is one of the first times I've been on a ext- an extended business trip on a, on a plane, like, during COVID. And that was a real to-do, that party. It was like, kind of cool. A, a ridiculous house. Great scene. The pool looked fantastic with the volume logo. Your wife looked beautiful. We had a great conversation. The magician who did that car trip for me and you oh, and your wife. Oh my God. Ma- that was insane. Magician. I, I don't understand magic. He I don't get it. I be scared of it. I don't even want to get it. I just I'm gonna enjoy it. As I get older, I could get run over by a UPS truck tomorrow. Just entertain me. I'm not yeah. gonna try to figure it out. Just make me happy. Who, uh, I mean, look, that party was packed. There were people I didn't even know they were in LA who I saw at that party last night. And it was great. And also it was just fun because there was good business being done at the party. And like, there were three or four people that I saw who I needed to have a conversation with. And in the pandemic world, that conversation is, Hey, it's a text. Then it's a follow-up. Then it's a calendar. Then it's a zoom. And literally the conversation could be 30 seconds. Saw them last night. Hey, I'm thinking about this. Hey, me too. All right. It's done. You were making business happen last night. That's right. I was. There were bags being exchanged. Yeah. In that party. Literal. Metaphorically. Okay, fine. Um, Who can you share with me your most interesting conversation with someone last night? Kayvon Thibodeau, the defensive end for Oregon. What was the conversation? He thinks he's going to the New York Giants. Interesting. Are you breaking news right now? Oh, shit, it's what I do. I make people money and I <laughs> break stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I do. You know, Thibodeau's an interesting player. He's got a really, he would fit in New York. He's got a big personality. He went to Oaks Christian out in California. It's a very kind of a lot of wealth and, you know, famous kids. Famous dad's kids, and and he's big. Like he went, he would go to New York and feel like New York. I mean, he would be lost in Cincinnati. He feels like somebody that should play in L.A. or New York or Chicago. He really does. There you go. There's my story. That's a good one. All right. It was a good party. It was a good hang. See you, buddy. See you, man. Yeah. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. 
They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.